touch that one. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm not touching anything. I'm a motherfucking Hello. No, 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 I, I, I was just going to sort of have a little pause there because that'll, that'll possibly be a cold open. Okay, good. Well, How, if, oh. if either it is or it isn't, but we soldier on regardless. <laughs> it's quite sore because. Hello, man. Again. This is a what? Wouldn't know we are. I haven't started yet. A carcinogen? No, no. <laughs> oh, are you doing it in the same record? Yeah. Yeah, so we, this is, we've started. No, we haven't, not yet. Here we have. Hello and welcome. You should do that. You should put, you should put, wait, you should put all that stuff after the credits. Cut it where you were going to cut it. Okay. Put that stuff after the credits and now they're hearing it and it's after the credits and they go, oh, that's the train of thought. Love it. Hello and welcome to the even worse idea of all time, a podcast where we watch the film Bad Mums 2 or A Bad Mums Christmas 52 times. Yes, that uh, once a week for a year, because uh, as, as some of you may know, just a little a little trick I've learnt, there are 52 weeks in a year. So that so if you watch it once a week for a year, works out to be 52. That's sort of, sort of the logic behind that decision. Um, I think one thing that some people would like to know is why are we doing this? Mm. Yeah, I'd, that's, I'd quite prob- like that's kind know. of the thing that most people say when you when I, when I tell people about it, mm. which I do frequently because you know I'm, I'm all about the plug, uh, and they say why, um, and it's kind of hard to, to justify it because in all good conscience, can't tell you why. Well. There are reasons. There are reasons that we've, there's, that we've there's chosen a to do it. There's but, an explanation. But it's not a, uh, you know. It kind of doesn't really answer the fundamental question, does no. it? It's a sort of psychological thing. I think that's what people are wanting to know, like, you know, yeah. what what spurred this on. What are you hoping to get out of it? I mean, I think when you... Some when you, sort of... Sorry. No. I was just going to say, when you go back to the original worst idea of all time in sort of season one, I think that their kind of thing was that maybe if you watch something bad enough you'd figure out some sort of deeper meaning to it and find... I don't think that's happening here. I, don't I think, think we're just watching the no, same shitty film. I don't think we'll find any deeper meaning to the film itself, but it might shine a light on our lives. Um, I don't think it does. It feels like it does. I just... I feel like... Someone, I mean, I feel somehow that this is a worthwhile project, but yeah, I don't yeah. feel like it's making me a better person at all. Someone the other week I, said it sounded like a conceptual art project. That is quite cool. You know, I mean, yeah, people bit, do think of it that way. You know, even if it's just sort of for its own sake, just just for the concept itself, even if there's nothing deeper, that's still quite a you know an achievement of sorts. Um, that's that's kind life. of one of the explanations. Sometimes I don't want people to know that there's a podcast behind it. You just yeah, want yeah, people yeah. to think that you're same, watching same. Well, yeah. well, no, but like I don't want them to seek out the podcast because then they'll discover you know certain certain things about me. Um, what will they discover? That do you, you don't do want you say well, stuff on here that you, you know, don't like want just, people to know about? Some some people, some stuff, yeah. Okay, interesting. I, I can't think immediately of what that would be, but I'll be trawling through the archives. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do sometimes Hopefully when someone will. tells me that they've heard it. I do think, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I, I, there's a part of me that thinks. Well, it's a, a bit. Little, I don't know. It's a bit odd because it's kind of like such a, a one way street. Like we're putting out some reasonably personal information. Um, 
Well, you know, nothing, nothing too yeah. incriminating or anything. But like, watch you know. the feed for a supercut of all of Alistair's sort of <laughs> dodgy moments. <laughs> Alistair's <laughs> blunders and <laughs> fails, yeah. blooper reel, extensively <laughs> compiled by Jamie. But you know, like, I'd, but I'd we, we do don't know anything about the people that are listening. You know, all the information's flowing one way, mm. which yeah. is yeah, it's a bit. You know, like I don't know, like when I sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, I feel almost like you know you get to know the person, but of yeah. course mm. they don't know anything about you yeah you're, you're I, nothing especially when you listen to something for you know there are a few podcasts that i've listened to for like eight years now mm. and it's like i feel like i have a pretty intimate knowledge of these people that are hosting it but it's like they don't know me at all exactly they know nothing they know nothing of mm. me they don't even know i exist and i feel like i you're especially on ones that are more conversational to them. yeah exactly yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes then they're talking about their lives and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I, I've I've heard stories from this person as if they're a, a close personal friend, but um, but they're not. Mm. I hope anyone out there who who thinks they might know us as friends, you're nothing to us. <laughs> we don't know you. No, you're just no, a no. number on a screen. <laughs> no, look, um, I actually do love the fan interaction. I really fan. do every time. The, the, the very limited fan, fan yeah. interaction we get. Is Even so saying good, the word though. fan just seems so wrong. Sounds, yeah, but but it is good when we friend. do when we do yeah. get a couple of. Yeah, you know whether it be from. Um, you got wished a happy birthday. I did, and I loved that. It's intense. That's good. We've got a, we've got a dedicated few there, and, hope, they're, and they're bloody good. I hope you're I mean, all good out there. If anyone came up to me and said, "I know." Like, I listen to your podcast, I know you from the podcast. I would kind of take that person as a friend pretty quickly, I think. That would be such a good... Um, can you can you imagine if you were just going about your day-to-day business and someone came up and said, sorry, are you, are you Alistair from the Even Worth? <laughs> yeah, they recognised me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you said, well, yes, I am. And I'd say, oh, I'm a huge fan of your work. Material. Yeah, no, I'd be... Yeah, so good. I'd love it. Yeah, definitely. I'd definitely hang out with that person. Um, I mean, we, we do get people talking to us about it, but that's because we know them. And we've, yeah. And we've uh, begged them to listen. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> um, get people talking about it when it's my parents and they ask me if anybody's still listening and I say, yes. Oh, they do that. Yeah. Yeah, people, when people ask you, does anyone listen? <laughs> and then sometimes we'll t- I'll tell them, like, stats on downloads we have and they go, oh, yeah. fine. So they're quite, they're quite taken aback that, that anyone would listen. And I suppose that, that, you know, coming around full circle, that answers why we do it, you know, because people do listen. Yeah, that's it. If, if they the didn't, it would be a fucking debacle. <laughs> I mean, it is still a fucking debacle, especially when it's really hard for us to sort of work out. Like some, <sighs> when we're having conversations about potentially doing it at sort of eight in the morning and that means, mm. you know, getting up very early for me in well, terms of transport and Oliver sometimes as well. There's a schedules. Sometimes. But, but I've lived further than you, mate, yeah. No, no, in this specific week, we're uh, recording yeah. at a place that's closer to you, Oliver. Yeah, man. That's pretty one-off, though. Yes. Normally, we always record at my house, so for me, it's pretty convenient. <laughs> yeah, Alistair never has to move, basically. Um, we come to him. And yet, I have missed the most episodes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a good, good little thing to note there. Um, do, we want to go, do we want to crack into Shining Lights, or do we want to... Uh, I don't know, anything that's not we a Shining, always go shining Lights, lights first. Um, um, oh, I've got a bit of a... A discussion point yeah hit us um which <laughs> because this it, we've talked about it before a bit but like the staging is so odd in this movie like the the, the way the characters come in and out of scenes is just like yeah. Sorry, just, really unnatural just quickly we're Oliver a, just was whispering this hurts this hurts <laughs> we're on a band we're all sort of oh, yeah we're all crouched up on my, my yeah my, my neck bed. okay this will be better 
This seems just, oh, has sort of put This his, seems sexy I'm very concentrational You look like you're about to come at me mm. I could be entered very easily as well um, <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> Jesus So it all comes around Anyway um, Yeah sorry Yeah I don't know And just uh, A lot of it feels kind of weird and fake And like there's an air of unreality to everything We've talked about it before As if it sort of a, It sort of comes across like a play Where characters sort of enter without play Without mm. play Yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Local thespian of the pole defense plays. Uh, Some plays are all right. <laughs> uh, no, just in, in the way that characters will sort of enter scenes seemingly from nowhere, like basically as if they've just come from Uh-oh. off stage. <laughs> Have you just poured water all over yourself? No, I think that's empty. Okay. Um, uh, so big and so big. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, they sort of enter without context. Like they just sort of appear on screen, and as if they've just sort of always been waiting in the wings. And even when it kind of and an exit in the same way, and like, um, there's there's a lot of of other like the psychiatrist is, you know, clearly not a professional. Um, that kind of ranch he gives. No, no accredited doctor would do that. So my theory is that this is some kind of Truman Show situation where um, Mila and Kiki and Carla are all. So there's three Trumans in the situation. I think. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm pretty tired and I haven't thought this through. But <laughs> I mean, it would be Mila if it was one of them. She, yeah, she's yeah, the, probably. She's but, but the others seem real. Yeah, they and seem like, to be from our universe, as it were. I think. The mothers are plants. That explains why they all turn up at the same time. Yeah. Even, I don't know, like... They all turn up with some sort of complication. Exactly. It feels just so manufactured, the plot. Like, Isis turns up in a self-driving truck. Truck, yeah. You know, Sandy turns up, like, three days early and stuff. Um, Christine just shows up at all. Just (laughs) kicks the door down. Literally, because both of them have their hands very full, so there's no way that they open the door. But I digress. Anyway, I don't know. Like, you can it, use your elbows you can to do open the, the door. Or, or the thing where you... No, it's too visual. I, like Ty Swindell, who just so happens to be from the same... Or like a nearby suburb yeah. as Carla, and then he somehow manages to find the house where she's at. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all... I don't know. It, it seems like there's a lot of coincidences, which I don't think are coincidences. That's I think it's scary. I wish the producers had decided to make a better show, is all I can say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no arguments. Certainly, there. certainly is manufactured, but uh, poor job on quality control. Oh, for sure. Um, Should we crack into shining lights? Yeah, let's. I don't have much more evidence to support my my theory. But maybe in coming weeks you'll find more. Yeah, it's definitely something to keep an eye. on I like it. I like it There's very much. There's a lot much. of details. Don't ever forget about that because it could be the truth. Don't and you? Probably is. <laughs> forget about me or that concept. My shining light this week was uh, in a scene that I actually otherwise really hate, um, but it's a scene where Catherine Hahn, as Carla, uh, enters. She, she, she's going to work. She works at the Ocolo Spa. She enters a room to see that uh, her mother, Susan Sarandon, is, is already there. Um, and it was a little, a little detail that, I, that, I, that made me chuckle this week, and that's that Susan Sarandon has sort of, you know, she, she's gotten undressed, obviously, to, to put on this sort of spa robe. For a manicure as well, though. Like, she's not getting <laughs> yeah. a wax or a no. 
spa treatment. She's just no. In fact, put, she actually, she's put on the towel she goes, just to get her nails done. She actually goes to to say that no, she's just here for a manicure and and, and not for a wax. But so she's so she, she's she's undressed. She you now she's got her regular cut off. She's she's in this this white robe, but she's then made the effort to put back on her cowboy boots, which you know obviously they've done that to sort of you know say I don't know just just for a visual note for the audience to grasp on for the character, I guess. But it just just made me chuckle thinking that Certain she would. Sarah has never been bare foot in a film we don't know what her feet look like oh my gosh she actually has cloven hooves <laughs> um she is uh of the the mythical race of satyrs mm, interesting so, yeah there you go little fact about her mm. that's good that, that was my shining light satyrs um say my shining light is <laughs> in the scene where mila's family yeah are on their way to the nutcracker Mm-hmm. And and Ruth says is, no, it's not the the, <laughs> the Disney version with the dancing and the joy mm. and little moment I hadn't seen before is that um, Jesse mm. and Hank mm-hmm. played by the, the Peter Gallagher and Jay the Hernandez absolute, the absolute fucking treasure Peter Gallagher mm. who is probably my favorite actor in the film but. Um, they they actually share a little look between them just to say like I I, I don't even know what they're women really eh? saying. I will that's what they'd be saying if this was a sort of eighties nineties sitcom potentially I don't like to speculate Jamie <laughs> um, I'm very grounded in, in facts and reality you know that about me but um, I don't you know never I, forget I liked, your roots that's what you've always said I to liked me. that little interaction between them um, it's it's a good bit of, of male bonding there yeah good stuff. Oliver, what's your shining light, Max? Did you? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, sorry, it didn't leave any, any effect on you? There was a, um effect. Don't worry. Are you going to put an effect on my voice? Are you going to yeah. make me sound like a robot? I am. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm a, I'm a person. Well, not to me. I have my doubts. <laughs> oh, no. This is such a confrontational pose that you're in. Oliver, he's kind of on I his, kinda want to take his, a his knees and his, like... He's like a, he looks like a, a silverback gorilla. Yeah, they sort of crouched and he's strong, kind of strong forearms. Nearly on all fours. Mm. I've never seen a gorilla, and his, his head is like quite I, low in okay. his shoulders. Hang on. I saw a, a you've seen, have baboon. Have you seen a, <laughs> a chimpanzee? Have you <laughs> have you seen a picture of a gorilla? <laughs> You surely say you've seen what a gorilla's look like. Surely. Yes, <laughs> I've heard of them. I've heard a lot about them, but I'm familiar with the concept of gorillas, of course. Uh, I've seen a gorilla in in real life. How was he? It was good, actually. What's he? I can't remember. This is at the San Diego Zoo. Mm, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've been there. Haven't been. I hear it's good. Back in 2010. Oh, those were the days. What a, what a different time, eh? You could get away with so much. <laughs> you could eat. What were you trying to get away with? Uh, triple scoop ice creams. Mm. Now I say, can I have three scoops? And they say, two and a half. And I say, <laughs> mate, not what I said. <laughs> and they said, no, we, we don't have three scoops. And I said, well, you can just do it all sort of surely in the same scoop. <laughs> and then they sort of leave the building. They, they run at great pace. <laughs> Yeah, Some sort of conspiracy going on. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that seems like an experience pretty singular to you, actually. Mm. So. Mm. Interesting, though. Orange chocolate chip, great flavour. My shining light. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. Is um, Peter Gallagher's uh, uh, doing a scene where he's... Is Alistair about to bust open his laptop? <laughs> it looks like he's thinking no, about it. I just didn't want to lie on it. See, that's a good position yeah. as well. I, I don't even know how I could describe that. He's lying quite seductively. Do I look... I <laughs> you don't, seductive you don't look seductive, you look imposing. Mm. <laughs> sort of, mm. I'm sort of sitting in quite a, a vulnerable position. Yeah, yeah. Oliver really looks like he's about to either kiss Jamie or fucking attack him. I'd be mm. fine with either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Peter Gallagher. I think mm. it's the scene where he's talking Peter to... Blake. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake, Peter Gallagher, yep. Uh, see, that's another uh, thing we've got, Alistair. We've got plenty. Um, oh, fucking hell. That conversation wasn't talked about on mic. That's so. why it was like, non-specific. All so. of I really want to get to your conversation. So it's a valueless concept. You know, people are like, ooh, what, what were they talking about beforehand? <laughs> Behind scenes. Something very <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> What was your shining light? Um, Peter Gallagher. Uh, he's talking to Amy. He's going, your mum's really insecure. Um, <laughs> do, uh, don't know the what for. exact intonation he used. And, and so, look, he's doing all that. I'm not... Could take or leave it. Probably sort of leave. Um, <laughs> don't love the scene. But I was really focusing in. You, you saw me. I was really looking hard at the screen because I was trying to work out if he's got green or blue eyes because... I just don't know. I thought immediately, oh, those are green eyes. I like green eyes because I've got green eyes and only 1% of the population has green eyes. And yeah. then I looked closer and I thought, oh, no, they're definitely blue. I've got green eyes. Have you? Yeah, See, I never noticed. Sort of a like, hazel. If people ask me what colour people's eyes are, I'll generally say, I don't know, Alice yeah, is a brown. I'm right? assuming, yeah, I was going to say, Alice is a brown, right? Yeah. Sometimes you know just because of their vibe or like if they've got dark hair, they've probably got like brown yeah, eyes. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so you can make a, a, an assumption. But in terms of blue or, or like light brown or green, it's really hard for me to remember. And um, Peter Gallagher, you know, even in the moment, I'm not sure. Mm. And that's, that's that's an achievement. So a shining light was your inability to tell what colour Peter Gallagher's eyes were. Is that right? I mean, if you if you boil it down like that, mate. I mean, we tr- we do try to boil it down. You know, I try to boil down <laughs> the bones of the cats you murder. Potatoes. Potatoes, yeah. Commonly boiled. Mm. One of my least favourite uh, things to do with the potato. Yeah, I don't. You like can butter it if you've got a, the golden yeah. gourmet. Mm. Uh, the golden gourmet's great potato. Butter that up. Great bit parsley, bit of parsley. There's a little bit of sweetness to them. Love that. But uh, oven roast them, please. Oh yeah. How else would you roast them? Um, Open fire. Hangy. Oh, hangy. Hangy. Yep. Not hongy. That's different. Yeah, hongy's when you press noses. Um, mm. so, you could. You could yeah, I, 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 what I like, what I like, is boiled potatoes the next day that, that, that you then fry up in the pan. Oh, mate, there's I nothing like a refried potato. I tell you what, refried potatoes, refried one, one, of, one, of fate, one of my favorite. Oh, yeah, that, that too. Very fond. Chocolate you know, refried fish. beans. Yeah, uh-huh. not actually refried. Are they just they're just mushed beans, aren't they? Yeah, and then you fry them. They just fry. To be fair, you I can refry like, them I after you like fry them the first beans. time. No, stop. I don't even really know. What they are, I, I don't know. You can get them. Have you never had them? Um, they're nice. No. Do can not, you get them at well, Flying Burrito Brothers? Yeah. Or uh, you could get. You them, can get them at the supermarket. Get them at uh, at the Sunrise Zone. Catherine Hahn is doing something. What she done at Sky Zone?
Sky Zone is a segment uh, in which I like to theorise. Now, you see, there's a line in the film where Catherine Hahn says... She's not allowed within 50 yards of a Sky Zone. Sky Zone being a trampoline park. Each week we like to, to think of why she might have been banned from Sky Zone. This week it's Alistair's turn. Alistair, why is Catherine Hahn not allowed within 50 yards of a Sky Zone? Uh, what, she, what she did there was... Um, Sky Zone used to be um, a training facility okay. for... Olympic gymnastics and trampolining events. Right. That was back in their heyday. That what, 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 before, sort of, what, what era are we looking at there? Oh, this was back in uh, year, year 1999. Right. Year, okay. year 2000. Yep. Right. Year 2001. Gotcha. All the way up to the 2004 Olympics. Right. Athens. Yes. Um, after that, it went really downhill for them. And that's solely down to Catherine. What did she do? Um, well, as we know, she used to run Sky Zone. Mm. Um, we know that about her. But she basically was doping a whole bunch of athletes. Is it groping? Doping? No, doping. Mm. Uh, that was that's that's a different vein, and mm. I don't think that's appropriate to joke about in the in the current climate. <laughs> didn't, didn't joke about it. Um, Would never. But unfortunately, she she was doping them with heroin, with, right? With China white, yeah, not um, not the traditional. Uh, no, she really got the wrong. She heard that doping athletes was good for them, um, but she didn't really read any further into that. So she just basically ended up giving lots of heroin to children. Um, children, yeah. Well, gymnastic athletes are often very yeah, young. They, yeah. they do tend to be. It's, it was a, a tragedy. Most of those people, most of those athletes, are now dead. Oh, God. Jeez. No no wonder she's not allowed within 50 yards. Yeah, she's lucky to have evaded um, uh, to have evaded prison. Mm. Um, but they, they kind of botched the investigation, so she managed to get away with it. Um, nice. Yeah, so so basically the, the Sky Zone board of directors found out, but by the time they'd you know, kicked her out of, of the position in Bando, it was a bit late for them, and they just had to kind of rebrand as a children's trampoline park. Gosh. Mm. Well, pretty pretty, uh, pretty good pivot there. Well, yeah, I mean, they make a lot more money now, mm. um, but they don't have the, the prestige that they used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, It's why they've still kind of got so many motivational slogans around the place. <laughs> um, those are a holdover. Right. Holdo, Admiral Holdo, played by Laura Dern in the hit film Star Wars The Last Jedi. Directed and written by Ryan Johnson. Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins. <laughs> This uh, old house by Shake and Stevens. Yeah, that one. Um, there's another little bit in the Six movie where um, Christine Bransky's having a nice little cup of something, and we like to wonder what's in the cup. Dolphin blood. Nice. We could probably, I don't know. There's, if you, is there anything else we want to talk about? Fucking motherfuckers are serious yeah. about liking this podcast. You got to get on IMDb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and say that you find it interesting. <laughs> yeah, if you hit up the trivia section of IMDb, we're, we're noted in there. I'm going to say every week until we hit five. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> reply goals here. If you <laughs> motherfuckers... Of all time. If you motherfuckers are real fans, you're going to go on iTunes or Google Play Store and you're going to buy <laughs> Moldy Old Dough by Lieutenant Pigeon, the theme song of our podcast. Listen, that's not. The theme song of our podcast is Woman by Kesha featuring the Dap Horns. They're the same song. Oh shit! <laughs> it's just an interpolation of Baldi. I don't As know. Are what... All songs. 
I miss you. Hey. Yeah? I wonder what Keith Hudson's up to right now. <laughs> oh. I mean, probably sleeping, right? Uh, what time is it over there? Crushing puss. Wouldn't <laughs> Crushing fennel. To make oh, my his God. Home. I, t- I don't like that I said that. And that might not make it in. No, it, it has to. <laughs> you know. I, I want to discuss his, his yeah, homemade fennel bomb. Are you going to do it now? Well, I think I've kind of just said everything I need to say about it. And that Keith Hudson has a homemade fennel bomb. Check am it I- out. It's on Etsy. <laughs> am I going to do what now, Oliver? Are you gonna? You just. You just Am I, mean, I gonna do what? Uh, well, uh, should I say it? Should yeah. I say it out in the open? Yeah. Your fingers hovering. Uh, am I gonna do what? <laughs> what, what is Tell that? me what. What am I gonna do? Are you gonna turn off the, the recording? Yeah. I'm a motherfucking.